Hi guys, um, we just want to give a quick trigger warning um, before listening to this episode. We do talk about things like grooming and statutory rape. If you are struggling to come to terms with any of these issues or are currently in a situation that involves any of these issues, please feel free to reach out to us so we can point you in the right direction of some hotlines available to you. We will put some timestamps in the description. So um, if you want to head over, you can look at where we talk about these things. um, And so you'll be able to enjoy the rest of the episode. Um, so we do hope you love the episode. Again, if you've got any feedback um, or want to talk to us about anything that we've said, um, please do reach out. Enjoy the episode. Hello. Hello. That was the sound of utter disappointment that you couldn't hit the Mariah note. Oh, I can hit it. Do you want to hear it? That was it, right? Hello? Hear me? Did you not hear that? No. What did you say? Oh, for fuck's sake. Nick is calling me. (laughs) Oh. I said it's like this. Yeah, I said the Mariah Carey note. <laughs> yeah, that's what I hear. Not the screeching cats. So. <laughs> you, don't, you didn't hear the Mariah in it. <laughs> I thought it was Nick that wanted to be on cats, not you. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he just called because he knew I was taking over. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking did. His ears were burning. <laughs> okay, serious business. So. <clears throat> Hi, welcome back to Two Fat Bitches. You're back with your host, Taylor, and your host, Zion. Hi, guys. How's everyone doing? Obviously, they're not in the audience, so they can't fucking hear us. They're um... all screaming, great! <laughs> Give us more! How are you doing? Do you know what? I'm doing okay. Yesterday was a really hard day. Yeah, why is that? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> So, basically you know that i've been on the starvation thing since i'm going to florida oh, beyonce yeah beyonce no, diet. no i'm not on the beyonce diet i'm on the olive pits and love of jesus diet that one <laughs> so sorry you're on the olive olive pits and love of jesus christ diet every voice recording you have sent me in the past few days is you munching on chocolate rollos fucking everything so don't even try and lie to me that you're on a diet um, i plead the fifth because no one else fucking knows that so shut the fuck up olive pits and jesus christ bitch <laughs> come again i've been on a really really strict diet i haven't had any sugar no carb hold on let me sip my caramel latte wow <laughs> this bitch is fake fake you heard it here first so i really wanted this kebab like i don't eat red meat but i'll fucking muller a kebab bitch i was like i really need a kebab and my nan's like my nan's no help with fucking dying she's like yeah get one i heard your phone ping it's on my ipad how do i turn do i just do the volume bitch, i'm not rich yeah, i don't I have just... an ipad oh you're right yeah we're just playing characters characters here <laughs> Um, doesn't your son have like six iPads? 
No, he has two tablets. Oh, well, there we go. So my nan is, like, not helpful with diets at all, as we discussed previously. Like, she's constantly buying shit. I was like, I can't do it. I just can't do it. And my nan's like, no, go ahead, treat yourself. You're not going to lose 30 more pounds in two days, so just do it. So, devil on my shoulder, look at her. Like, okay. Oh, you've got her now. (laughs) (laughs) I do. So I went on Deliveroo, right? And I'm and as you do, just eat actually. Sorry, and and I'm looking at all the kebabs, and basically all the kebabs like delivery is like fifty five to sixty five minutes. I'm not now. Nah. I'm not waiting that fucking long. You have got me fucked up. Like fuck that shit. Right. Like also, I know I know it's Corona, and obviously like we're being safe at home. But isn't there a kebab shop around the corner from you that you could just walk to? Oh, you don't walk, do you? Are you choking on your kebab? I'm getting to the saddest part of the fucking story. Oh, okay. So 55 to 65 minutes wait times. And I'm I'm not fucking doing it. I'll I'll starve before that comes. Like, I'm not doing it. I'm already skin and bones over here from this diet. So I'm like, I will starve. (laughs) Sorry, your skin and bones. Your skin and bones. (laughs) You remember my two stone fupa, my two stone gun? Well, now that yeah, is just what is it now? one stone of fucking skin now, it's gone. Nah, I don't believe it. <laughs> it's gone. I'm skinny. I'm cured. So 55 to 65 minutes. Nah, not fucking doing it, mate. Not fucking doing it. So I was like, mm, cheeky McDonald's. That's only a 15 minute delivery, innit? I'll do it. Innit? I love how you've got the English slang now. Oh, honey, we're going to switch that back up to American real quick. Hold on. <laughs> mm. <laughs> So I'm like, I'll get the McDonald's because that's only 15 minutes. It's fine. I'll get a cheeky, you know, cheeky six piece with my snack wrap and it will all be good, girl. Yeah. I waited an hour and 45 minutes for this cold ass McDonald's to fucking come with Yolanda riding her bike fucking 0.5 miles per hour. (laughs) Piss cake. To be honest, uh, McDonald's is the worst thing to get delivered. I don't know what they do from when you have it in the store. Sorry, or in the restaurant, whatever it's fucking called, um, to when you have it at home. It is a different fucking menu, I swear to God. It is. I want the fresh chips straight from the freezer into the frying pan. I do not want my fucking chips from the freezer into the fucking frying pan and then 20 miles in English weather to my house so I get cardboard. I'm telling you, Yolanda and her bike, McDonald's is only three minutes down the road from me. I don't know where the fuck she was going. She went around Westcroft, came back to Bletchley, then headed nah. my way. Like, I don't, honestly, Yola- Yolanda, I rate you 0.5 stars. My McDonald's was shit. Did you get yourself a refund? No, Uber Eats. Okay, so fat bitch problems. For my brother's birthday, right? I was like, I'm going to treat you. Do you want McDonald's or Burger King? (laughs) Damn, girl. I know. Rolled out the big bucks. Well, mind you, he's got two kids, a wife, him, and then it's me and Jaden. So I was buying McDonald's Burger King for all of them as well. Oh, so you wasn't just treating your brother. You was treating the whole family. Feeding the nations with a fish in a bread basket. Like, I was doing it. So... So, anyways, his wife was like, he wants Burger King. Now, he wasn't really feeling Burger King, but he, but she wanted Burger King. So, I was like, all right. So, I ordered £50 worth of Burger King, right? 
Nah. 50 pounds. Yeah. For Uber Eats to knock on the door and tell me there was a complication with my delivery and I've got two of the same orders. 102 pounds was taken out of my account on Burger King. Wait, but surely you get that refunded? No, they said since I took the food that they weren't giving me a refund. Nah, that's illegal. Uber Eats. Uber. They, are, they are the worst when it comes to refund. If you want to get a refund, go to delivery. They've got that shit down. I'm going to have to try them because I just do Just Eats and Uber Eats. But literally, since they charged me 102 pounds, pound for fucking burger king never use them again the little cunts but let's be let's be honest they didn't accidentally charge you twice you was like i'm gonna buy them 50 pounds worth of food and i'm gonna buy myself 50 pounds worth of food and then i'm gonna make out like there was a glitch do you know what it was it would have been like that if it wasn't all fucking baconators and shit like that and red meat literally they yeah. fu- they still fucked up the order and only got one chicken sandwich Oh yeah, shit! Because you only eat kebab if it's red meat. Yeah, you're you're basically you're basically a vegetarian. I am a vegetarian. You're basically vegan. I I 100. Do you not see how skinny I am? Bitch. Skin and bones. Skin and bones. Skin and fucking bones. But how are you? How is your diet? Um, I actually can't even really think back to what I've been eating. Um, I've actually been I've actually been so lazy because. Because I work from home, obviously you work from home as well, so you know. Mm-hmm. I get up and I'm like, I can't be bothered to make any food. And then so I might have something like a protein bar. And then it gets to dinner and then I'm like, I can't be bothered to fucking make anything. So I'm just not going to eat. Or I will scrounge off my housemates and I'll be like, oh, there's some rice left in the pot. <laughs> Can I have that too? <laughs> I'm literally out here begging. <laughs> I'm eating scraps off the floor so I don't have to fucking cook. I don't know what is up with me at the moment because normally I love cooking. Like in England, we like to cook. Mm. You Americans, you don't, you don't fucking cook. Deliveroo every day. I would say that is a hundred percent false because I lived in the woods and we didn't get any delivery service out there. No, you got you hopped in your car and you got your fucking frappuccino from McDonald's on a daily basis, and then you got breakfast lunch and dinner from your drive-thrus okay but i switched it up Tell like i had dunkin donuts for breakfast then i'd have mcdonald's for lunch and taco bell or outback for dinner it would be switched up and outback counts as a home-cooked meal yeah okay <laughs> we're gonna leave it at that so um basically yeah i've not really been following any sort of diet i've just been you know eating what, eating what i can it's like i'm homeless again I'm just out here, like, trying to get what I can from my cupboards. Looking for that donut. Um, looking for that donut. But, no, obviously, it's not that deep. Um, I need to appreciate what I've got right in front of me. I sound like a spoiled brat. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, no, me and my... Why do I always do that? But, yeah, no. It doesn't make any sense. Do you know how many times Yeah, I've... because it's like, yeah, I agree, but no. But it's not really like that. It's yeah, but no, but But, yeah, yeah but no, but... It's but yeah, Vicky but no, Pollard. But yeah, but... yeah, but no, but yeah, but no, but. <laughs> literally, literally. Every time, like, do you know how many times I try to edit, but yeah, but no, but out of what I'm saying. I think one day I'm going to make like a blooper of me just going, um, but yeah, but no, but um, and then make it into a fucking song. <laughs> the amount of times I say it. <laughs> like, if we were to ever do a live show, half an hour of the show would be me going, um, but yeah, but no, but. Um, and, um, 
and um yeah literally um but anyway so me and my housemate were in the lift the other day we were on our lunch break we both work from home we were on our lunch break so we were just um gonna walk up Stroud Green get some bits for lunch and things like that there's not really much else we can do it's lockdown so we make it into the lift and there's this American guy that lives in the block he looks like something out of Tiger King. You know that none of them have their own teeth. Oh, I thought you meant like he was big and fluffy. Oh, he's big. (laughs) But he has no teeth. He only has like the vampire teeth, right? So I think he must have some sort of... um, I think he's on the spectrum. Let's put it that way. As I said before, I'm no doctor, but um, he doesn't look at you in the eye. He sort of looks down and he has like a nervous talk. Uh-huh. So um, if you're sat in the lift with him, he'll just start talking, but not looking at you. And he says the same story every fucking time. We're in this lift and he, me and Tasha look at each other because we're like, oh, not this guy again. He fucking stinks as well. And he's like, oh, this fucking country. I fucking hate this country, man. I just want to get back to America. I'm actually half American, half Irish, but um, yeah, like um, this country, it just doesn't know what it's fucking doing so much better in America. And he says this, every time us being british and polite we're like ah, and he's just like yeah the weather's here is so fucking miserable everyone's so fucking miserable how long is like the only miserable how long has he lived in the uk uh, i'll i'll get onto that and then yeah it's like the weather here is so fucking miserable all the people are so fucking miserable and and then i'm like the only person in this lift that is being miserable is you mm-hmm. and so normally i'll be british i'll be polite and i'll be like ha, ha, oh that's such a shame that you don't like it here this time, I was like, I'm not taking this fucking shit anymore. And I was like, then why the fuck do you live here? Um, and that just fucking set him off. He gets out of the list. The list? He gets out of the list and he's like, um, oh, he's like, I was born here, man, but I lived out there for 20 years. And then blah, 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 fuck, fuck. And I was like to my, yeah. And I was like to my housemate, did he just call me a fucking And then she was like, no, no, no. He said, caught my wife in bed with a black man. Fucking I got sent back here. And I was like, wow. Know your fucking audience for one. First first off, don't use the fucking word. Yep. Have some fucking respect. Second off, know your fucking audience. But I wasn't about to antagonise this man. This man fucking, instead of opening the door and like letting us through like he normally does, this man smacked into the door like he wanted to take it off the fucking hinge it flies straight back in mine and my housemate's face and we're literally walking outside and i was like what the fuck i'm probably on his death list now he doesn't like black people so the next day we hear someone shaking our door i thought it was my housemate getting home from work because she's a teacher um and then my my housemate that worked my other housemate that works from home she thought it was me going out and I'm like, this guy is trying to get into our house now. It probably wasn't even him. It probably wasn't even him. I'm being dramatic. But I was literally like, oh my God, I'm on his fucking death list now because I fucking tried it. But if he's been sent back here, that means that he's been deported. That means that he's caught some sort of charge in America. I listened to enough true crime Yeah, no, you, no. you have to have a serious charge not to take over. But yes. my friend, um, we're going to call him Flacco. He was from Colombia and he got arrested so many times in America, but it was only when he had a really serious charge that they deported him. And his charges yes. before that were like battery, um, 
stealing and all of that stuff yeah so it has to be something serious but yeah so i i thought it was either you get deported straight away or if you have to carry out a sentence you carry out your sentence in america and then as soon as your sentence is over you get Mm -hmm. deported even even if you've only lived in that country for like a year of your life say you was there you you was born in the uk then moved to america when you were six months old they don't give a fuck they don't care if you've never been to the country yeah never been into the country you're getting sent back Mm -hmm. so we're living with a murderer (laughs) and that's the update from my (laughs) from my week oh it sounds like you had a really fun week yeah super fun um but yeah um so my mental health is kind of uh derailing Um, have you just noticed that I have I've been having the worst anxiety not only am I scared that this guy is now going to kill me I was up all night coughing and having breathing problems two symptoms of corona I wake up to a text um from my housemate and the one that's a teacher saying that the guy that she works with has tested positive for corona so not only is there a witch hunt after me in my own block I'm also about to die of corona oh yeah so it's not been the greatest week so maybe this podcast will only make it three episodes but just tell everyone that I was a good good person I'm not gonna lie to the people but if you could wait to die until I get back uh till you get back to America from America oh yeah so at the moment I'm just feeling like everyone wants to kill me so how's your mental stress levels do you do you have the fear of dying like I do no because so many people have tried to kill me that I kind of just come to terms of it It, like all started when I was like 12 yeah (laughs) um yeah my first boyfriend I was like 12 he was like 22 23 so not your first boyfriend and not uh, well yeah he wasn't even my first boyfriend either because I think yeah mm-mm, I don't know so sorry so do you guys do you use nonce in America no we call them pedos okay we call them pedos too but as Brits we just love using the word nonce nonce just rolls off the tongue you know yeah and this guy this guy sounds like a massive nonce definitely <laughs> so I was groomed um by this 22 year old um yeah i'm trying to think of what we should call him say his fucking name Let's Bitch, call i'm him... not trying to die for real he gonna come get me and kill me <laughs> <laughs> mickey so obviously we'll only go into as much detail as you want to go into um but when you say that i say when you say that you were groomed even though i've just put that word into your mouth um how so how did it first happen how did you guys first meet I met him through our mutual friend who we're going to call Katie and Katie was dating his older friend mind you Katie only a year older than me so she was 13 um can you use the term groomed because it makes me really uncomfortable that you're saying that you both dated him when that was definitely not the case okay so (laughs) being groomed (laughs) <laughs> and and when i and when i say groomed i don't mean they're taking you to the fucking bar right bar i feel shop. like when i say that i feel like a dog like i was a good girl <laughs> oh god don't say that. um but yeah that's that that's pretty much it 
I just remember like feeling super cool because my boyfriend could pick us up, drop us off. He was taking you to fucking McDonald's. Oh. He was getting you fucking sausage rolls from Greg's. Like, spend you, that you cash, Zaddy. Life. Spend that cash, Zaddy. Thank you. <laughs> it was it was lit. And then all you had to do was suck his dick. So yeah, I just remember like feeling super cool and but also a bit uncomfortable in some situations like I remember one time he was teaching our friend Katie to drive um, behind this Tesco's and he had kind of like given her the gist of it and then he hopped in the back seat and basically made me shuck some dick uh, <laughs> in the back seat um, and yeah. like I felt at the time I was like I don't want to do this but then my friend was there and I didn't want to seem like a pussy ass bitch. So I was like, Mama ain't raised no quitter. So I'm gonna just do this. <laughs> See, that's that that is the issue. And that's why it's so easy for these men, um, within their however old they are, anyone over the fucking age of sixteen, if you're messing around with girls that age, like there is something wrong with you and you need your fucking head checked and you all better the lawyer the fuck up because we're calling you out right now. But yeah, that's that is the issue is that like these men know that mm-hmm. girls at that age are more easily influenced because we've never experienced these sorts of things before. Um it's so easy to and to be honest, it's easy to catch a vulnerable child or a child that has been through those sorts of things before mm-hmm. these pred- predators just have this thing where they can just scout out the sexiest children yeah and i was a sexy <laughs> child <laughs> <laughs> obviously i'm fucking joking but um there is this thing where victims can recognize other victims predators can recognize um other victims um and things like that so it's that much easier to groom someone who sees this sort of thing as normal yeah even even if you don't want to do it yeah so I didn't want to do it but I did okay so I was living with our mutual friend Katie at the time because I was just bad as fuck I ran away from home when I was like 12 I lived with Katie for probably almost a year and one day we decided to go to school absolutely fucking wrecked we done a whole bottle of Jack Daniels before leaving the house so it took us forever to even fucking walk to school to be honest what time was this this is like seven in the morning <laughs> and she lives with her she lives with her sister and her mum and her dad no so, her, I'm and... sorry her sister wasn't living her sisters weren't living at the home at the time it was just her okay. mum and dad so and her mum and dad were just absolutely fine with you guys getting trolleyed before school no they actually didn't know we stole the bottle so did these guys that were grooming you give you the bottles or no we stole it from from... her parents oh okay okay yeah no we stole the bottle from her parents um so we drank this whole bottle of jack before going to school and basically i just remember walking to school and it was taken forever and everything was such a blur like i was fucked then we get to just outside the school gates and we see a group of trashy friends <laughs> wait let me trashy that back. friends wow we see a group of old friends um so when you say what do you mean old friends friends at the time yes okay and um, we see a group of old friends and they're like what's wrong and we're like yo we're fucked up man we're fucked up so i remember because I wasn't with you but I remember hearing about this like later that day but go ahead (laughs) and I just remember Katie dropping it like it's hot like she 
down. Like, <laughs> I like you, a light. You, oh, so you mean she like Passed fainted? Out. Yeah, she was on the floor. I, um... Okay, well, she dropped it like it's hot and she didn't make it back up. She didn't make okay, it back yeah. up. She she laid straight out. She was passed out. She was gone. So all um, like the like the group of people that we were with were like, oh my god, oh my god, and I was like, it's okay, Katie. I'm gonna go get you help. So I ran into school. I don't even know why I ran into school. I ran into school. So I ran into school because I guess these were the days of we didn't really have mobile phones at that point. No. 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 <laughs> I love how your accent just switches from like American English to American real quick. <laughs> so no, we, no, I didn't have a cell phone. So I basically ran to the school and I was so fucked that I passed out over my principal's desk or I'm sorry, my head of year's desk. And I remember waking up and I was in the principal's office. My mum was there and social services were there. Wait, see, I'm confused. I don't know if this was just like Chinese whispers, but the story that I heard was that you and Jody came onto the school grounds, pissed out of your head, flashed your tits on the playground and was acting like it was Friday night down at the social. I probably did do all of that, but I genuinely don't remember. <laughs> when you said Katie dropped it like it was hot, and didn't make it the fuck back up. That was probably the point where you blacked out. Oh, and yeah. you thought you thought you was going to Mr. Murphy's death. But actually, you was about to fucking drop it like it was hot yourself. Getting your tips <laughs> out on the playground. Let's go. Do you know, it pro- I honestly believe that truly happened. Because like I said last episode, if it involves getting your tits out, I done it. Like, I done it. So <laughs> I was definitely 12 flashing on the playground, 100%. Somehow I ended up on our head of year's desk, passed out. When I come to, I'm in the office with social services, my mom and the principal. Basically, I'm getting expelled and they've told me that Katie basically ended up in hospital having her stomach pump and her mom was fuming. So I got kicked out of their house, basically, and forced to move back in with my mom. Obviously, now I've been kicked out of that school, I started to go to another school and since I wasn't hanging around Katie anymore I kind of wasn't seeing that Mickey guy anymore either it's kind of like my world was falling apart at the time obviously I didn't know that was the best thing for me because I just felt like well shit everything's like going to shit so yeah with my new school I had to walk to the bus station to get a coach to this school because it was in another town um so I would walk to the bus station and walk and walk home from the bus station by myself and one day I was walking home and I saw Katie's groomer and he was like get in I'll give you a ride blah 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 so me being young and naive and like thinking like well I've lost Katie as a friend I've like somehow lost Mickey like I'm gonna I'm hopping in this car and and we're going to play Happy Families. Yeah, like, maybe he'll give me an update. We can go see, um, we can go see Katie, like, whatever, whatever. So I get in the car and I'm, like, asking him, like, what's going on? I haven't really spoken to her. Blah, 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 blah. And he basically parked in this bank and made me feel so uncomfortable and basically forced me to suck his dick. Um, right. So, which I did, because, honest to God, 
I feared for my safety at that point and I would have done yeah, anything to get out of the situation. Yeah. And this 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 is just again another point of like um being in a position of power um and being able to have that sort of power over like a young child just goes to prove like how fucked up it is and how these guys did not care about your mental health they didn't no. care about your men- your well-being if he was so-called dating katie then why the fuck is he there trying to like make movements on you right um so that happened and he basically dropped me off halfway home I immediately um, get a hold of Katie and tell her, like, this happened. Yeah. Um, to which she called her groomer and he basically said, no, I I was all over him and wanted to fuck him. Um, Katie, of course he did. Yeah. Just fucking, like, lying pieces of shit. So Katie, obviously, being in... A so-called relationship with him believed him um which didn't end up very well for me because I, <laughs> I had actually just come back from meeting you and I was walking home from the bus stop and, and all- you was trying to be all you was trying to do was be the good friend you know I've not spoken to Katie in a while let me just give me- give her a heads up on her man right so (laughs) i was walking home from the bus stop actually coming back from yours and all of a sudden a car is like following me so bitch i was skinny up (laughs) so i started to (laughs) put a jog on like i'm jogging like it's fine all of a sudden this car literally goes and like takes off and like comes up on the pavement to like run me over (gasps) So I'm like, shit. So I'm like jumping in the back of the, like trying to get as far back in the bush as I can. You were so thankful that you didn't have your gun so you Uh, could do that shit. Right. Like I was like, thank God I'm a few pounds lighter and I can make it in between these twigs because I'm skinny. (laughs) (laughs) So I had, at this point I had a little, the, do you remember the thin Sony phones and you're like, they flipped round and round and they had like two buttons on each side. I, I don't know how to tell you this, but. I was fucking poor. I didn't have any phones. I couldn't even see phones. What were they? Oh, baby girl, sorry. <laughs> no, I do I do know what you're on about. So I Go had ahead. one of those. So I called my mom and I was like, they're trying to rub me over. Da, 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 da. So luckily the bus stop wasn't far from where we were living at the time and I was already halfway home. So it literally took my parents about a minute. And my dad had this huge pickup truck. So my dad comes screeching around this corner. The most surprising thing of this story so far is the fact that you walked home. Because I I, I never seen you walk to the fucking front drive. This is why I don't walk. This is why I don't walk. This is it. Fair enough. It's the anxiety that we were talking about. (laughs) It is. So I see my my dad's big truck come screeching around the corner. At this point, the um, Katie, Mickey, and Mickey's girlfriend. Yeah. Mickey's oh, girlfriend, Mickey's got a new. Is she over the age of fucking 12? Yeah, she's 20. Oh, shit. Yeah. So Mickey's girlfriend comes out the car and they're like, like basically following me. They're saying like all this stuff. Like, they're, like basically, they were ready to jump me and beat me. So luckily, I see my dad's car come screeching around the corner. My dad pulls up. They all run into Mickey's car and they take off. And 
if you know my dad, you know he's about his shit. So yeah, my dad literally is like, get the fuck in the car. So I get in the car. We are going through these little ass roads doing about 80, 90 miles per hour, chasing them, chasing yeah. them. And they're just like whipping it in and out of traffic, trying to escape. So it was literally like the fucking OJ. Oh, actually, no, not the OJ Simpson one, because that was a slow race. It was, so it was literally like Crash Bandicoot, but live. Yeah, it was it was all action. So they managed to escape. They like got off, whatever, whatever. So my I'm getting my lecture from my parents, of course. And I go to bed in the morning. My Well, that night, my mom's like, your dad's going to take you to the bus station in the morning because we don't want you walking about by yourself. Did you tell your parents that they abused you? No, um, because, okay, so before they tried running me over, um, and I had already told her what her rumour had did. So Katie and her school friends that were there when she dropped it like it's hot and didn't get back up, we're calling my mum and saying that I was pregnant. Obviously, my mum asked me if I was pregnant. I said no. I didn't really open up to my mum as to what was going on. But obviously, she knew that a man old enough to drive was yeah trying to <laughs> trying to hunt me down. So I think she got the gist of it. She just never asked. Yeah. So like that was we're looking maybe 15, 16 years ago. We were still in that age where it was like um no questions no answers let's just like pretend it never happened never happened yeah and that's why we have crippling anxiety (laughs) and (laughs) and that's why we have trust issues so the next day we um obviously my mom said my dad was going to take me to the bus station as they didn't want me walking i remember it being a cold morning we go outside for my dad to defrost his car and there's spray paint all over it like it's been spray painted my dad's pride and joy pickup truck had been spray painted what green it? and purple eggs smashed on it so my dad has tears in his eyes at this point and my dad does not cry he has no emotions he's a fucking psycho I and love, he's got tears in his eyes I love uh, sorry my favorite part now of the story is that you nearly got fucking killed on your way home and he obviously like responded in two seconds like came and got you blah 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 your parents have been told that you've got pregnancy scares but no, 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 no. He cries when his pickup truck gets fucked up. <laughs> yep, there was tears in his eyes. So he was like, get in. And I'm not saying shit. And he's like, show me where the fuck he lives. So I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. So he actually lived pretty close to where I needed to go to get on the coach anyway. So I point my dad to the exact house and I was like, oh, look, and there's his car outside. My dad just started reversing in and out of this fucking car. Remember, my dad's got a big pickup truck yeah. and he's just reversing in and out of this little car. In and out, in and out, boom, boom. And I'm just sitting there like, oh my God, like someone's going to call the police. I love how, like, I love how you're in the car as well <laughs> this is like this is like great life lessons if you if anyone ever fucks you up smash their car up <laughs> but it doesn't stop at that like my so after my dad's finished smashing his car and it's literally looking a like a smart car at this point it's basically it's looking like a smart car. smart car it's a raisin at this point <laughs> so it is fun he drops me off at the bus stop and it's like have a nice day <laughs> so <laughs> Have a nice day. <laughs> Don't get in trouble. Thank at you. School.
Wait, so are you, you're going to a different school at this point, right? Yeah. So I go to school, everything's fine. And then all of a sudden I come home and my dad has one of his friends that is very notorious around Milton Keynes. And basically, yeah, they were like, we're going to go put a petrol bomb through his house. We're going to fucking kill them all. Like, it was fucking crazy as shit. This crazy friend actually pulled up to the restaurant that Mickey's family owned and was like, where the fuck's Mickey? With a big machete. <laughs> and nah. um, they, Yeah. With a machete and was like, where the fuck's Mickey at? Where the fuck Mickey at? <laughs> so everyone's like obviously freaking out and they're like, no, we don't know where he is. Da, 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 da. Long story short, they offered a lot of money to leave him the fuck alone and cut the beef. My dad and his friend got a payout for my trauma. So he did I see a die? <laughs> no. <laughs> Nah, he <laughs> nope. he must have put all of those dimes into a new fucking pickup truck. Oh, he did. He had he had an amazing car after that. <laughs> it was a Range Rover in America. <laughs> yeah, you still got that anxiety. <laughs> so yeah, my my dad just made a few bucks off my trauma. He was like, his friend he, made a few bucks. He was like, fuck spending this money on therapy. Fuck telling the police. <laughs> I'm going to get myself a pickup truck. And bitch, I'm going to send you out. Get yourself some more trauma because we need another payout. <laughs> no, but to be fair, I do I do appreciate the fact that my dad is pretty tough because, like, even my mum said the other day when I was talking to her about doing this podcast and telling these stories, she's like, we are so lucky that your dad is who he is because if we were anyone else, we would have been chased out of that house we would have been chased out of the city. They would have carried on torturing and, like, tormenting the whole family. Yeah. But obviously, my dad being who he was, nipped that shit in the butt. And my mum actually told me the other day that after picking me up, after they were trying to run me over and, like, beat me, um, that my dad was like, I have to go back out and get them because if I don't come back out, they're going to come back. And I felt protected and... Yeah. So you would think that this would be the end to my nonsense, but no, I remember dragging you on a few nonsense, and I feel like you've got a really memorable story. Um. Yeah. So I wouldn't say that it's technically you that dragged me into it. Um. As we've said before. Um, yeah abusers will recognize victims or they can recognize when someone's easily led for example so we've we've both had these sorts of experiences before either of these had occurred um and uh, yeah like my mum was super strict I wouldn't say super strict but when it came to things like sex anytime even the word was mentioned it was like the world around us was crumbling and we literally had to duck for cover because she didn't even want to use the word in the house I wasn't even allowed to go to sex ed um so yeah like I found I had to find out about it in other ways. And unfortunately, it just, it wasn't the right ways because I was never educated about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, like, me and you would obviously go around, like, yeah, um, finding out about it in all the wrong ways. Um, so, yeah, we'd hang around the city, um, outside McDonald's with all the other kids. <laughs> um, 
thinking we were fucking cool, but clearly it's because we have nowhere to go because Milton Keynes is a fucking dump. I agree. <laughs> um, but yeah, so when we'd hang around there, there was also like older crowds that used to hang out around that area as well because, again, there was nothing to do in Milton Keynes. Um, so there was a like notorious gang, would you call them? Yeah, very well known. A very well known gang um, that used to also hang out at the city. Let's call them. <laughs> let's call them BLT. Perfect. <laughs> like the fucking sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we were at the um, city. They called us over. I think once the leader of the gang. Let's call him Bacon. <laughs> And that was a nice slice of bacon. A nice slice of bacon. Taylor got the best looking nonce. Um, <laughs> Winning. Me, me on the other hand, I'm stuck with the lettuce. But so that's because I'm that's because I'm um, nonce galore. Yeah, the sexiest child of them all. <laughs> so we, yeah, actually no. Just as a side note, obviously we do take these things very seriously. Me and Taylor have sat and cried about these things on our own but as we said we've got a lot of sort of mental health issues from these sorts of things and sometimes you just gotta fucking laugh about it because if, right. if we don't laugh we're gonna cry and again that balcony is looking real nice so <laughs> uh, we're walking to where they live call it let's call it bacon alley so we get to one of their house there's like five or six of them i'm stuck with lettuce which is brown and moldy and who um, eats on, just a lettuce sandwich? Literally. I'm sat on this bed whilst Taylor and Bacon are at it. Bearing in mind, we're like 13, 14, right? Mm-hmm. And these guys are like, they were in their 20s. Yeah, no, they, they were be, definitely in their 20s. All of yeah, them. they shouldn't be fucking around with 13, 14 year olds. They shouldn't be fucking around with teenagers. What is wrong with you? Grow the fuck up. Like, have your balls dropped. Yes. Anyway, so you're there getting rammed whilst I'm sat on the other bed. Was it a nice view? Bitch. It's fucking <laughs> child, child por- pornography. That's not a nice view. So I'm sat on this bed with this lettuce feeling me up and I'm literally like get the fuck off me and anyway in the end I just like pretend I need to go to the toilet and leave the bed um and then as I leave I realize that my phone is missing and then so I go back in the room to look for my phone on my bed and it's not there and then it ends up that obviously lettuce needed a bit of tomato to fucking go with the sandwich (laughs) and he took my phone and then so anyway so we we all leave the house bacon tries to act like he's the big man and like he's doing me a favor when i know years later actually at the time he didn't he wouldn't tell me but years later he actually admitted that the guy did take my phone yeah when i asked him about it when i saw him randomly up the city probably speaking to some more fucking 13 year old children and then so yeah he's out acting like a big man taylor's fucking pussy juices are flowing all over the floor watching him (laughs) Basically say he's going to shank one of his mates. For yes, Americans. daddy, do it. <laughs> Pull out the big guns. <laughs> for him to use the term shank. No, that means okay, stabbed, so, guys, stabbed. Yeah, that means stabbed or knifed. <laughs> so he's literally out the house. He's like, one of you guys better give this girl her phone back or I'm going to basically saying he's going to pull a knife out and all of this shit. Putting on this bravado. And I'm literally like, you're out here in fucking bacon land or whatever we called it when you could be at the oscars with that fucking speech you just pulled (laughs) so obviously yeah yeah 
So I obviously believed his shit. We both believed his shit. At this point, he's like, come on, girls. <laughs> we're going. Like, <laughs> and we were like, okay, Daddy, let's go. Li- literally, like, he was, I don't know, superhero meets toddler. Neither of his friends are giving up the phone. So he's like, come on, girls, we're going. So he takes me and Taylor. So it's just me, Taylor, and him hanging out at this point because he's fallen out with his boys. Um, obviously, this is all fake and they're going to sell my phone. So anyway, so we're hanging out with Bacon. He's still trying it on with Taylor. But um, round two? Round one like, wasn't good enough? No, bitch. He needs more mayonnaise to go with that bacon. Um, I think he ends up taking us to like Sainsbury's and then he steals some alcohol. And obviously, Taylor loves hood guys. So she's at this point, she's literally, Drip we it. need a mop and bucket Drip on it. aisle five. I was <laughs> like, you is... saw the way he stole that? <laughs> yes. So we're in the shop. He's fucking putting these alcohol bottles down his pants and we're leaving the shop. He actually gets caught. I don't know if you remember this. No, I but don't he remember. Gets, he gets caught. We get to the door and uh, this security guard comes out, obviously seeing this like 20 whatever year old guy with a 13 and four year old, 14 year old kid and was basically like, excuse me, sir, what are you doing? And then what does he try? What does he do? Pulls out the big guns again. And he oh. threatens... Yeah, Taylor's melting. Taylor is literally... <laughs> at this point, she is sliding. She's on the floor. And uh, this security guard basically like... So this guy was basically like, you're not allowed here. What What are you doing in here? Because he's banned from the shop because he probably steals from it every day. Bacon starts squaring up to the security guard. Things get heated. In the end, Bacon walks away with the prize um bacon won bacon yeah bacon won so anyway taylor's sat there like oh my god what a hero meanwhile i'm fucking fuming i don't have my phone i'm having to be a third will with my friend and this fucking nonce um and then i think we ended up going to like some park just drinking this alcohol like having a fun time at this point i'm like why the fuck haven't i gone home but then i realized that it's probably because i'm poor and my only way to go home is to walk and (laughs) i would want to walk home with taylor we're drunk we're in this park all of a sudden taylor and this guy go off in like some sort of alleyway fuck knows what for Um, you'll never know (laughs) yeah i don't think it's gonna be a surprise (laughs) so they go off and meanwhile i'm left drunk 13 years old in a park in one of the worst estates in Milton Keynes on my own and it's dark anyway I end up ca- like finding them because I'm out calling her name because I don't know where they've gone um and then I can't remember I know that we parted ways with, with uh Bacon but I can't remember how um, why would ba- why. why would Bacon leave us by ourselves because he doesn't give a shit about either of us so anyway he leaves and then we're like okay let's go home so me and Taylor are walking home. This is what, 2 a.m.? I don't know. It's after hours. It's after hours. Her mum probably thinks I'm at hers. No, sorry. Her mum probably thinks I'm... Sorry. Her mum probably thinks she's at mine. My mum probably thinks you're... Wait, you know what I mean? Yeah, that one. How do I say this? <laughs> My mum thinks um, that I'm at yours. Your mum thinks I'm at mine. That you were at mine. Yeah, basically. So obviously we've we've spoke <laughs> spoken the previous story about how we don't like walking anywhere now 
um obviously that trauma didn't really kick in for a while so we still had <laughs> we we still had our hood days um so we are walking instead of walking on the redway which is like a path that goes around the whole of Milton Keynes easy access way for people that want to walk but at two in the morning we don't want to walk on their fucking redways so what do we do we walk on the road so we're walking on the road from one end of Milton Keynes to another because we're going back to Taylor's house bitch we were uh, really skinny to be walking all of that we were skinny <laughs> yeah I we can't were, walk we down now yeah we we must have been skinny then we would walk everywhere yeah and obviously we're kids we've got no money so we're like fuck it let's just walk um so we're walking home we're, we're probably about halfway home um and then these guys pull up in their car and me and taylor are like okay <laughs> <laughs> these guys have a round car. three <laughs> let's fucking go so they pull up, ask us where we're going. We say that we're going home. They ask us how old we are. We say 13, 14, however old we were at the time. Um, they say, oh, they mentioned that there was a party going on. And then they, but then they said, or I don't know if they mentioned that until we were in the car, because I think we said that we were going home and they were like, hop in, we'll take you home. And then once we were in the car, I'm, you're in the front with the driver, who's basically the lettuce, but... I don't know if we haven't, let's call him Big Mac. Um, <laughs> and then I'm in the back with this guy that used to go go to our school. And this is how I know that he's so much older than me because when we'd started at school, he had just finished the year before. Oh. So he was, yeah, so he was like a lot older than us. But yeah, I remember getting in the car and I knew who, I knew his name and I knew who it was because I always used to really fancy him. Mm-hmm. Um, so he gives me a fake name. So he says, my name is... Um, when I actually know that his name is Bobby. I don't know why we're protecting these fucking nonsense. They didn't protect us. So, um, yeah, so, so Bobby, but let's call him That's the name he gave me. And that is the actual real name he gave me. So, fuck you. You're a cunt. <laughs> um, so that's the real fake name that he gave me. I tell him I'm 14. I believe I was 14 at the time. Uh, to be honest, I remember the date very clearly in my head and for reasons why I'll, I'll tell you later in the story. Uh, yeah, I remember the exact date. I remember how old I was. Like, this day is very vivid in my head. So we're on the way back. He tells me he's 17. When I know that's bullshit, I know he has to be at least 19. He's, he's saying that the person that I'm thinking of is his brother, whilst his friend is laughing in the front. So I know these guys are bullshitting us, but I've got rose-tinted glasses on. Not only have I had a whole bottle of Alizé, but I'm like, I've fancied this guy for fucking years. I see him going around in his car in and out of Milton Keynes. And this is my guy. is the night when two become one. No? Okay. That wasn't going on in your head? Don't give up your day job. Um, So I remember this point very clearly because not only did I fancy him, Taylor fancied him. (laughs) (laughs) Taylor hasn't had enough mayonnaise tonight. She wants wants some of my mayonnaise. She's She's like, bitch, move over. Get in the front seat. This is mine. And I'm like, bitch... You have the Big Mac, okay? <laughs> you take Big Mac. You've had enough fucking BLTs. It's time to move on. Um, so I remember us sort of like fighting over this guy, but like in our heads fighting over it, but both like trying to flirt, if that makes sense. Yeah, like um, we were like, meow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but then I remember, so like we're on the way home and then I think they like miss a turning and then they were like, oh, we're about to go to a party. Do you guys want to come? And we were like, yeah, let's go to a party. Because like we were always up for a party. Like every weekend we were like, where's the next house party? So in the end, I remember, yeah, so we're basically going to this party with these guys. We pull up outside a house, which looks empty. But I'm like, okay, maybe everyone's arriving late. It's only 2 a.m. <laughs> um, <laughs> So we get start getting to talking um, and then I think they start asking us if we're virgins. And then I remember being like, yeah, she's not. You don't know what she's been up to tonight. You or fucking like say, bitch. I was, yeah. getting, I was getting there ready to say yes. <laughs> she's like, I'm a Christian woman. We holy. I just got <laughs> baptized tonight. I just got baptized. And I'm there like, no, this bitch is a fucking hoe. Obviously, <laughs> obviously we're not we're 13 years old we don't know what we're doing um well 13 14 obviously actually no I think you just turned 14 because I as I said I remember the day it was after your birthday yeah so I was like I am though um because I was at the time um and then I remember being like yeah I'm a virgin too me and he was like trust me if you as soon as you touch my dick I'll get a boner and I didn't get that joke. So his mate starts laughing. I never got that joke Wait, until... Wait, I don't get it. So I'm assuming that he was saying to me... He, he was obviously a lying that he was a virgin. But I remember him, his mate laughing. If I touched it, then he'd get a boner. I never got that joke. I was like, really? And then he was like, go on, touch it. So then I remember touching the outside of his trousers to see if he'd got a boner. And then he's, he's like, oh, look, I've got one. And then they both started laughing. I didn't get that joke. And what I think it meant was because he's never had sex, he's gagging for it. So anything is going to give him a boner. Okay. And I never, ever got that at the time. Again, that speaks to my, how do you say the word? That speaks to my naivety because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, does it? Ha ha ha. And then so um, they're like, okay, yeah, like, let's go inside for this party. Um, and then the, and then Michael goes, so which one of you wants to sleep with me? And then I remember being like, I me, do. Me, because, because I wanted to get back at you because of what you just fucking put me through the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid me makes a stupid decision based on pissing off my best friend. <laughs> um, so we get into this house. There's no one in there except for one guy. And their parents were away. And there was no party. And that's when I started getting a bit scared. Because I was having fun jesting in the car. Because I was like, oh, this is um, really jokes. We're all going to this party. I'm finally speaking to this guy that I've seen around Milton Keynes. and really fancy him. Having these, like, sexual jokes. But I didn't fucking know what I was talking about. We were so young. We were, yeah, 14. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get in. I'm getting a bit scared. Was like so which so you're you're the one that's coming with me yeah and I was like um yeah okay and then I remember you going into a room with Big Mac and there was I I can't remember if there was one person there but there was like one or two other people that were already in the house so anyway um we're like laughing and joking and then as soon as I get into this room I just got really scared and I was like I actually don't want to be in here that was funny like that was all fun and jokes but I don't want to be in here I'm not ready to take this next step with some guy that I've literally like never met Mm -hmm. so we sit on the bed and he undoes his trousers and he's like suck my dick basically um and then obviously I just did it because you um, wanted to make sure that your gag reflexes were still still working and adequate that is (laughs) I'm cutting that shit out (laughs) 
yeah like I obviously did it because I was fucking scared and I was like okay I'm in alone in a room with a man (laughs) every other time I've been alone in a room with a man this sort of fucking thing has gone down so I guess that's the only thing I've got to do and then I remember someone knocking on the door and then I was like (laughs) (laughs) I'm fucking joking but I'm not so like I get up because I was like, yeah, this is my chance to stop doing it because I don't want to fucking be here. And then the guy opens the door and was like, your mate wants you. Um, and then I was like, okay, I went to get up. And then I was like, no, sit down. So I basically sat down. Um, the guy left the room. And I'm pretty sure there was like, a th- and the, this is why I'm thinking that there must have been more than one person because I can remember hearing them talk to each other outside. And this wasn't the Big Mac guy that you was with. So anyway, so he closes the door. The guy's like, right, let's have sex. So like he basically, yeah. So basically it starts happening. Um, and then someone, and then you could hear the bed. And then the two people outside were like, oh my God, oh my God, they're having sex. And like laughing their heads off, thinking it was fucking hilarious. And at this point I wanted to cry. Um, and then um, someone knocks on the door again. And this time I think it was Big Mac. And he was like, your mate wants you and then I was like thank fuck this is my chance to get out of here because I've literally basically just had like sort of consensual sex with this guy but technically not because like it's statutory rape for one two I really didn't know what I was doing didn't want to be there blah 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 blah. I don't need to make excuses it was what it was um so at this point I'm like yes this is my chance to escape I get my shit together I go downstairs and then you're like crying your eyes out. You don't remember any of this, do you? No. I'm surprised you don't remember this. But I guess I depression's guess me, a bitch. <laughs> I guess for me, it probably stands out a lot more because A, I basically lost my virginity that night, and B, it was rape. Yeah. So that's why this stands out. This whole day and night stands out very clearly. Obviously, give or take us a, a couple of things um but yeah it pretty much stands out um so yeah you're crying your eyes out we leave the house and you start having a go at me because you didn't want to be left alone with that guy um alone and because he was trying to force you to suck his dick do you remember why do why do like men always try forcing girls to suck their dick like yeah because because there is something wrong with this world boys will be boys that's the fucking shit that's like no one corrects boys for this shit you can guarantee if me and you went home to tell our mums we'd be in trouble for it mm-hmm. yeah because that's just that's just how shit went down at that time so anyway um i remember just being like basically tick tip the tap we were 13 we were 14 i keep saying 13 14 yeah we were both 14 at this time we are playing these stupid games with each other because we don't know so like my like yeah, so you was basically thought that I'd left you in... No, was getting annoyed because you wanted to leave. And then obviously he was forcing you to do that shit. So we end up getting in an argument um, whilst we're outside. Actually, sorry, sorry, sorry. Back up. That does happen. But um, before... Um, so we were just about to leave. And then obviously remember before they mentioned that they would give us a lift home. So we were like, okay, will you give us a lift home now? And they go, no, sorry, we can't give you a lift home. Oh. And, and, and I was time... like, okay, I will suck your dick if you'll take us home. <laughs> <laughs> and this was like four in the morning by this point. So they're letting two 14-year-olds, you're newly 14, so we are like young teenagers, um, leave the house and 
walk slash make their way home um, on their own. I don't have a phone at this point. I don't know whether you had one. You probably did because you're a rich bitch. Um, Silver spoon. <laughs> so anyway, so we end up walking home. And, and as we're walking home, we're, we get in the argument that I've just mentioned. And then I think at this point, I was like, fine, fuck you. I'm going to go home. So I end up walking to my house and you end up walking to yours. And we're both, this is like four, yeah, four or five in the morning. We're, we've both gone on separate ways walking all the way home and we both um, live on two different sides of the city not no 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 no. this was when i lived in thurston oh okay so we both live so like they were still a distance apart but yeah. like i think i think the main thing is that it's four or five in the morning and we're teenagers walking walking home um but yeah and i just like from that i just think it's so crazy that we both went through these like awful experiences that at, but at the time we ended up arguing with each other like it was one of our faults when it wasn't no they 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 should be taking full responsibility yet we're the ones left with the trauma amen okay well moving on from sad depressing shit yes i need uh I need some like positivity that took a lot out of me. <laughs> um, also, before we move on, um, I don't want to make it look like we're insensitive or we're um, speaking about this topic lightly. Um, we just basically, yeah, wanted to tell our story in our way. Um, we definitely aren't pointing fun at these sorts of situations um we are taking them seriously um but yeah that's just our personality we need to if we if we don't um if we don't laugh about it we'll cry so bitch speak for yourself <laughs> so now uh, that we've had tragic rape stories um what's your funniest sex story my funniest sex story do you want to go first yes you go first because it's going to take me a bit of time to think about this. <laughs> what? You don't have a go-to? Not really, no. Because all of mine that are slightly funny are slightly tragic. So I've got two in my head that I can tell. In fact, yeah, fuck it. I'll tell them. Go ahead, girl. Go no, ahead. You, st- you can still go first. Okay. So once upon a time not long ago, I was out. <laughs> so basically... I went to cosmetology school, right, because I'm just a woman of many talents and I'm very creative and, yeah, I'm just perfect. Right. I was in cosmetology school and my Barbara teacher was fire. How old are you? I don't, I'm getting, like, triggered. Is this another nonce story? No, I was, I was 19, 20 and he was probably about 27, 28. No, I'm lying, he was about 30. He was about 30. Uh, it is a bit gross if you're 19 dating a 30-year-old. Uh, well, he um, wasn't dating. I just thought he was fucking These fire. days, I'm like, 30, too young, give me 50. <laughs> <laughs> but I tried that. <laughs> Remember, baby. <laughs> um, so, yeah, my teacher, my barber teacher was Zaya. He was gorgeous. He was like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, built from new york um and but he never had like a new york accent he just sounded like a like a regular floridian 
And so one day he like basically was giving me the eye like I want the fuck out of you like Kevin Gates vibes and I was just like oh my god I want you to do so he shaved my head and like he was like touching my neck and stuff and like caressing my ear while he was wait, like doing wait. my makeup he t- he shaved your head but please tell me that you wanted your head shaved this wasn't yeah part no of the foreplay no like it was in school. I asked to have the side of my head shaved, so right. you know, right. I was being I was being the teacher's pet. Okay. <laughs> so basically, we just I gave him my number. We just started texting, and then I'd go over there. We'd smoke, we'd drink, like we'd have a good time or whatever. And we didn't do anything for a while. And then one day, I went over there, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take it. Like. <laughs> I'm going to take it. I've been working up to this my whole life. So I was like, I'm going to make a move. So, you know, like, I was just, like, playing all innocent and, like, tee-hee-hee-hee. Anyways, we started fucking. His dick was enormous. Like, it hurt. Like, it hurt my soul. I'm pretty sure it hit my chest. Like, it was crazy. <laughs> it came back out through your throat. It, but mama didn't raise no bitch so I was like if I can't walk I can't walk after this but I ain't calling it quits you left you left in a wheelchair <laughs> I did <laughs> and I was so happy <laughs> so basically we was doing the nasty and then nasty <laughs> the nasty and then he like lifted my legs up in the air and like literally on my vagina and like I I was taken back by it because I know I got that wet, wet super soaker. Like, I, what, why are you spitting? Like, you got, you got a wap. <laughs> I got the wap. So I was like, <laughs> why are you spitting? Like, and I thought, so I'm like taken back at this point. Like, I've never had anyone do anything so disrespectful to me in my life. To be honest, <laughs> to be honest, I've got no problem with someone spitting to like, um, to add a little more lubricant. But did he actually do the sound? <laughs> like fully that sound from mid-air fully that sound it was like he was on the top of a diving board and he spat aiming for your vagina yes wow that's exactly how it was so i'm I'm taken back i'm scared at this point i'm like oh, what the fuck did i sign up for like can i sign back out like where's the exit <laughs> so i'm like at this point i'm like kind of cringing and you know when you get tense and you like oh shit like i hope he hurries the fuck up yeah and then all of a sudden this man like I told you, he had a Floridian accent and was from New York. In the illest Jamaican accent you have ever heard in your life, he asked me how I liked this big black Jamaican cock. Wait, sorry. Like, you was just like, this Florida man with a Florida accent in New York with Jamaican accent has a left toe, right toe, we're in a fucking China. I didn't <laughs> I'm go through that again. <laughs> He lived in Florida, yes. had a Floridian accent, yes. but was originally from New York. Okay. But had no New York accent, only a Floridian accent. Okay, so we can just ignore the New York part. Basically, he lives in Florida and he's got normally got a Floridian accent. Yes. Okay, I'm with you. And in the illest Jamaican <laughs> accent you have ever heard in your life, like I thought I was listening to a Bob Marley and the Whalers CD, he said, how do you like this big black Jamaican cop? No, he did not. He did. No. He did. <laughs> no, he didn't. Bitch, I was like, do I need to put on an accent? Oh my God. I would have sewn my fucking lips together and hopped the fuck out the window. I would have been I like, didn't... see you later. I didn't know what, I honestly did not know what to do. I was like, oh, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> 
I can't. I actually can't. I can't. I never went back over there and ever had sex with him again, even though. So, positive. and when and when you say he's like a Florida man, obviously he's a Florida man because all Florida men are fucking crazy. Um, Definitely. I follow Florida man on Instagram. It fucking gives me life. So, like, is he is he Jamaican? Ethnicity wise, yes. But he never lived in Jamaica. He was born. He was born in America. Yes, and he thinks that putting on a Jamaican accent during sex turns on women. I, I don't know if he thought I was gonna get up and start dancing dance hall. I don't. I don't <laughs> know. Like I don't know what he was expecting. Yeah, that's really fucking weird. Yeah, that honestly, and I couldn't go back. I like, could not go back because I think fair enough. Because I feel like in America and the UK, it's so different. Like. Um, I would say that the majority of um, like black people, obviously, like my da- my dad's black as well, um, come from the Caribbean or from Africa. Whereas, like in America, it's mainly African Americans, so they're obviously originally from Africa, but moved there and have lived there for like the past couple generations. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just like, is it one of those situations where like he speaks in a Jamaican accent at home with his family, and then like when he's out when he puts on his customer service tie he speaks in like a fucking floridian accent I'd, honest to god like right. it was the weirdest foreplay whatever you want to call it i had ever experienced in my life yeah that that is pretty fucking wild i'll uh, give you that so what's yours so i'll tell i'm just i've just been in my head trying to think about which one i want to tell because i feel like one of them's funny but then also like gory Okay. And then the other one is funny, but I don't want to give this person the time of day. No, you got to do funny and just... One of them's... Actually, no, they're both a bit traumatic. Oh. <laughs> not as in, like, not as in rapey. Like, we, we've, we've moved on from that topic. Um, fuck it. I will just tell the maid story. So, um, I'm at university. We've gone to... I went to Trent. Um, Trent Army. Big up. <laughs> Oh, stop saying big up. Doesn't suit you. Doesn't suit you. So there's this night that gets put on on a Wednesday um, for everyone that's in like a sports social. And so the idea is that you go on like a load of bar crawls and you end up at this club. Um, I never, ever make it to the club. I either get fucking blackout drunk or we end up going somewhere else. I don't know. It wasn't really my sort of night anyway. Um, I'm not really into like what all of the like sporty people do. I'm mainly into like going out doing loads of drugs and listening to great music um mm-hmm. but yeah we were getting sloppy it was a sloppy drunk night we were doing shots we actually make it to ocean and i get into this club and i'm like have i just entered an orgy everyone is literally naked everyone is getting with everyone i'm pretty sure i saw someone fingering someone from one end of the dance floor all the way to the other but anyway i end up on my own somehow so i'm sat on my own this guy comes up to me we're dancing and then he was like, um, oh, do you want to come back to mine? And I was like, wow, that's a bit forward. But yeah, let's go. Um, so we get in a taxi. We go to his. We get into his house. Um, we get down to business. Um, he's got a massive dick. And uh, this is like the first time I've got with someone who's 
not that their dick's been big normally I get quite lucky I feel like every time I get with someone they're normally really good in bed like I, I feel like I can scout it out but this time I was wrong um and it's because I was probably drunk <laughs> and I'd gone and I'd gone to this club no one was there I was on my own I still wanted to party so I was like fuck it let's go back and let's get it on um so he's fucking around looking for a condom and then yeah I think in the end we find one um before he puts it on he's like fingering me and then all of a sudden I literally screamed at the top of my lungs and what I was like get the fuck off me get out of me now what he takes his hand out there is blood all over his hands he has scraped the side of my <gasps> vagina i go to the toilet and i'm like i just need to like fucking check something i go to the toilet i am bleeding everywhere and then i come back out and i'm like fuck and he's like oh it's fine you can like still stay the night and in my head i'm like i don't want to fucking stay here but also like i don't want to go home yet <laughs> so <laughs> i'm still in the party i'm like let's get some shots down forget about this blood we can fucking do this we can do this um so anyway i'm like trying to go to sleep and every five seconds, he's trying to stick his tip in my fucking vagina. And I'm like, bitch, you just tore my, you literally just tore a vein out. You tore a fucking vein out. I'm sitting in a pile of blood. Leave me the fuck alone. Anyway, every time, every five minutes I try to sleep, he tries fucking me. So I'm like, okay, fine. Let's just go round 27. And I'm literally like, this guy doesn't even know what he's doing. I've come back here. You've got a massive how many? How many rounds did you give him? Honestly, a lot. I was like, "Oh, that was it." He was like, "I'm not, sl- I'm not going to sleep until you come." And I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna have to fake an orgasm." And I have never done this in my life. I do not like giving men the satisfaction of thinking that they've made me come. So I oh, do not. I, I wish I had that strength because I literally fake it all the fucking no, time. No, I will not fake it. Sorry, if you don't make me come, that's it. Like fucking try. Do better, do better. So anyway, I was like, I do not want to fuck this guy. He's ripped my vagina to shreds. I'm not a paper shredder. And but then... I'll keep giving it a go. <laughs> but, but let's go, let's go. Um, so in the end, it got to the morning and I was like, that is it, I'm fucking going. Um, so I I think I managed to get like five, six minutes sleep. I wake up, the Japan flag is on my fucking, is on bed. It's literally blood everywhere. I was like, have I murdered this guy? <laughs> Is he still breathing? <gasps> because someone's fucking died and it's not me. And then the pain like settled in and I was like, oh yeah, fuck it, it's my vagina. Yeah, so managed to like sleep for a bit, woke up, saw a massacre and was like, I'm gonna get out of here before the police get called. Um, not really. Um, so anyway, so I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go now. So I ran my friend. Um, this was the friend that what I went out with. What was his reaction to seeing all the blood? Nothing really. So he, that was like normal for him. He pro- well, no, no, no. Okay, at the time when he cut it, he was really sorry and apologetic. But then after the apology had sort of gone out of his head, he was still thinking about getting his dick wet. So he didn't care whether it was getting it, <laughs> if it was lube, if it was fucking spit. He didn't care. Or blood. He, was like, he was like, blood, let's go. <laughs> That's the um, Yeah, literally. Anyway, so we, so I'm like, I'm going to go because. Uh, this isn't fun for me anymore so anyway i ring my friend so we both dressed up as maids um and then so i ring her she ended up getting with a guy yeah so i rang her and i was like 
um, oh yeah, I've just left this guy's house. Um, I'm probably going to head home. And then she was like, come to mine because the guy that she'd got with was just leaving. Um, so then I ring a taxi. I'm stood outside his house. It's windy, gale force fucking wind. There's trees, cars, everything flying in the sky. <laughs> I, I am in a tiny little fucking maid's outfit. By this time, it's like nine o'clock in the morning. I look across from me and it's like a uni building there are people having a fucking class <gasps> and, and i am sat my dress is literally basically in my fucking hair that's how high it got like i was crying because i was like i've split my vagina in two my fucking maid's outfit isn't giving me any cover this taxi needs to get here one, two, three, ASAP. So anyway, I get in the taxi. I go to my friend's house. Um, I am i don't have any money. I have literally nothing on me except for my phone. I don't know why I didn't have any money or anything on me, but it was uni, so who the fuck knows? I probably lost it in a club. And then so I, my friend said that she would pay for my taxi. Oh, yeah, sorry. That's why I didn't go home because I didn't want to walk home because it was actually closer for me to walk home, but I didn't want to walk home and I had no change on me. So my... And then my housemate, not my housemate, sorry. My friend was like, yeah, just come to mine. I'll probably cut all that out because no one fucking cares. Um, so we got, we get to, I get in the taxi and then I'm outside hers and she's coming to the door with money. And he's like, yeah, it's three pounds, it's three pounds. And I'm like, I don't have the money. I'm just waiting for my friend to come out and get it. And the taxi driver's like, um, you don't have to pay me if you give me your number. <gasps> Did you do it? Did I fuck? Do you think, all right, this is when I thought I was Miss Fucking Thing, okay? Do you think that I, my, my phone number is worth three pounds? No, no. My phone number is worth true. 300 pounds a digit, okay? <laughs> <laughs> if you think for a second you're gonna get my number from taking me on a two minute fucking journey, go fuck yourself. Um, he's probably like fucking, I don't know, 50 years old. Like, get out of here. And the, ple- the um, police, the taxi drivers in Nottingham um, were actually known for like preying on uni students. Oh. So, and I'm like trying to get out, but like the door was still locked because I hadn't given them the money. And I was like, my friend's literally coming out. But anyway, as soon as um, she paid him, I literally was like, fucking, let's get in the house quickly, straight away. And then for, yeah, for like two weeks straight, it was, I was literally in the most pain ever every time I went to the toilet. Obviously, like, couldn't really have sex. So, yeah, it wasn't a good time, but funny story though, right? That is a pretty fucking crazy story. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I have remembered a couple of others, but we'll leave them for a, a new episode. I think that's all so we not Yeah, so not all of our sex stories are like rapey, cringy stories. We actually have, you know, yeah, a normal sex life. <laughs> Well, I mean, I haven't had a normal sex life for the past fucking however long, but... Oh, mine's been two years, girl. Two years, <laughs> that's why I'm here. Yeah, literally. Um, but that's okay. I'm not I'm not really, like, into dating at the moment. I'm, as I said before, I'm just, I'm just doing me. I'm just doing me. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much all we have time for today. Um, I'm glad we ended it on a light note because honestly, I couldn't, I couldn't do another segment of another of heavy shit. Yes, even after the first segment. So like, yeah, I was like to Taylor, should we do a light story now? And she was like, no, bitch, <laughs> 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 tell your fucking rape story. And I was like, oh, 
I don't want to. I don't want to do it. Speak the truth. <laughs> Speak the truth. But yeah, um, I'm obviously not going to tell everyone to send in their rape stories. Please tell, send in your funny stories. Um, but equally, if you do have stories that you want to share with us to do with abuse or any sort of sexual crime, please do share with us. We are definitely here for you. And um, yeah, we'll definitely be happy to sit and talk to you about it as well. I think that's pretty much all we've got time for. Again, please download this episode. That's what really helps us. Um, yeah, download, listening, um, subscribing, um, and then all so yeah hit us up on our instagram uh two fat bitches that's two the number two fat with a ph and bitches with a z on the end and then yeah my personal is zion aisha that's z i wait let me do that again that's z i o n i y e i s h a it will be in the description yes i know my mum literally fucked me over with this one anyway taylor <laughs> you can go it just always is never gonna get any quicker when you say you're in no it's not it's not <laughs> and you can easily find me at taylor t-a-y-l-a dot robin r-o-b-y-n oh um a nice fun fact taylor was saying her um IG wrong this whole time so she's had, she's had to change her Instagram name so, so that is said right see what I do for you like I do it all for you it's not my fault you're a whole insta it's not my fault you're a dumb bitch that is true as well as a fat bitch we'll see you guys next week bye